The show is back, so you guessed it. That means there's more ads. I'm back here to sell you stuff, but it's not bad stuff. It's good stuff that I use myself and I love. The first thing is organic muscle health and fitness supplements. These supplements are the best, the cleanest, the most pure organic ingredients possible sourced from eco-friendly farms right here in the USA. They've been third-party tested for heavy metals, all clear, great products. You can read the reviews. The results speak for themselves. Organic Muscle is the first company dedicated to offering customers certified organic workout and fitness supplements. All of our herbs, superfoods, sprouts, and adaptogens are sourced from eco-friendly, sustainable, and certified organic farms. All of our products are blended and bottled in California and Texas. All of our products are certified organic, non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, chemical-free, hormone-free, and preservative-free. Free of all the crap that you don't want, full of all the stuff that you need. Organic products were formulated with the reverence of ancient humanity's vast wisdom of herbs and superfoods. Modern scientific research has validated what mankind has known for millennia. Fitness, vitality, and health all begin with proper nutrition. We have all kinds of awesome supplements. For the superfood blends, there's a greens that has all your green superfoods and herbs that you need. It's way better than juicing. It doesn't taste gross like that wheatgrass juice, but it has wheatgrass in it. It has the spirulina in it. It has all the good green stuff that's great for you that tastes bad in a supplement that makes it taste great. There's also the superfood reds. That's a great way to give yourself a midday energy boost. It has different things to help boost your blood flow, increase your metabolism, and just offer all-around all good energy without a crash. Then there's the Superfood Golds. It's great for recovery, relaxation, and just unwinding later in the evening. We also have protein supplements that are complete protein that's plant-based, offers the same amino profile as whey without the dairy. There's also a new meal replacement product that has organic protein, superfoods, and greens all in one. It has everything you need for overall nutrition to supplement a meal, to replace one meal. Maybe you need to lose some weight. Replacing meal with a meal replacement shake is a great way to do so. And my new, the newest, most favorite supplement we have from these guys is the Ultra Brain Boost. It's a natural nootropic product. It's chocolate flavor. Great. You can mix it in with the protein. You can drink it with water. You can drink it with some almond milk. Tastes great. Makes you feel great. Makes your brain function on all cylinders. It's just fantastic. The Replenisher is a great way to rehydrate, replenish those electrolytes you lose when you're working out, sweating when it's hot without all the sugar like Gatorade has, or if you get the zero calorie ones, they have all the nasty artificial sweeteners. We don't got none of that crap. All organic, all natural, all great. Ultimate electrolyte replenisher. Tastes like watermelon. I love it. I drink three or four servings of it a day. It's one of my favorite things to drink. I think that wraps it up. And as always, you can save 15% with code Brando anytime you order any of those products. And if you order more, say you get one, there's one price for it. Three, you get a discounted price. Six, you get an even bigger discount. You can use my code on top of that to save even more. So the first time around, if you've never tried it, recommend getting one. But if you know you love it, why not get it in bulk and, and use my code and save the most money possible? It's a great way for you to make a savings and for you to 
feel better about making yourself feel better. Anyway, check them out. Love it like I do. Organicmuscle.com. Discount code Brando at checkout for 15% off. Thanks. Another great company I love is Groove Life. Groove Life makes the best silicone watch bands and rings available on the market. The unique thing about Groove Life is their rings and watch bands come with grooves in the inside so that air can flow through. Uh, I don't know how many of you out there have Apple Watch bands, but the silicone uh, sport band that comes with it doesn't let your wrist breathe much. And if you're working out, sweating, just you wear the band a lot and you don't take it off all the time, you can get a rash, a heat rash in there. And that's not good. Also, it stinks. Like, pick up your watch band and smell it. If you've never smelled it, you don't have a Groove Life band, pick that fucker up and sniff it. It's going to stink. The Groove Life with the airflow, it makes it so there's less sweat, no rash, and less stink. I mean, it's perfect. It's beautiful. They come in all kinds of different colors and different patterns and varieties. They're amazing. Great bands. The rings are just the same. The grooves for the airflow, super durable. There's a 94-year warranty on all products they're not going to break on you if they do they'll replace it they're super durable awesome wear the ring while you're working out while you're at work working doing whatever you're doing or going about on a nice day out on the town the rings look great they're very fashionable awesome fit great comfortable you'll love it guaranteed use code brando10 to save 10 percent on any and all groove life products and keep an eye out for the new groove belt that's coming out they're gonna revolutionize the way you wear a belt it's amazing ultimate belt for anyone and everyone keep an eye out for that and don't forget to use code brando10 at checkout when shopping with groove life marijuana is legal for recreational use in michigan in a growing number of states 11 or more states have recreational marijuana for adults that are 21 years or older along with the medical states out there that's most states in this country allow marijuana's use in some form or other for medical or recreational purposes. There's no better way to use that marijuana than to use it with an all-natural rice paper. And there's no better all-natural rice paper than the new papers from Rolos. They come ultra-thin, they burn smooth, no running, just like what you'd expect from a normal rice paper. They're high quality. They also come with filter tips. So you don't have the resin coming out of the end, just a little bit nicer, neater for smoking. And then a convenient packing stick to make the perfect doobie. Sometimes when you roll one up, it's not quite right. And the packing stick allows you to even things out, make it perfect. So you have the best smoking experience available. Uh, Rolos papers are available at rolospapers.com. Shop them on there. They have different sizes available. And at checkout, if you use code BRANDO, you will save 20%. So I've opened a brand new store for the Sleek Podcast. You can either go to sleekpodcast.com and then on the landing page there, click the button that says Sleek Podcast. That'll take you to the official Sleek Podcast page. You scroll down and there's a button that says Sleek Podcast Store. Click that button. It takes you to the shop. I have new merchandise there that's available. Um, I don't make a whole lot of money on any of these products, even if they seem marked up a little bit, it's because it costs me a decent amount to have it made and shipped out. I'm really just doing it mostly for advertising. So I just make like a few dollars off of any and all of these products on there. But there's things like backpacks, coffee mugs, 
um, phone cases, all kinds of stuff. Go check it out. And if you like the show, you want to try to help support me, keep me rolling, make it better, get better guests, get better production equipment and various things, go on there, buy a coffee mug, buy a t-shirt, something. Do whatever you can do to help the show out. We appreciate it. We love you guys. Keep listening. Thank you. All right, first things first, I want to welcome everyone back to the strangest life I've ever known with Brando. The show is back with an all-new season, and it's available on new streaming platforms, including Spotify, and it will be available on the all-new Amazon podcast very soon. I want to start things out by welcoming you back, like I said, and also letting you know that I've been away for way too long and the only reason is just excuses and I've talked about this several times on the show that those shouldn't get in the way of your dreams and your passions. So I'm here, I'm back, my studio isn't 100% complete um, and that's the main reason why it's taken so long because I want to emphasize more on the production of the show and be more professional and just try to be the best podcast I can be but right now my studio is in a remodeling phase at the home at the new property where we live um that was part of the reason too I haven't been here because of moving and just a lot of bullshit excuses to be honest you know I could have been doing this the whole time I'm not going to have video on this episode it's going to be audio only but most of you just listen to audio through the various podcast streaming services so it doesn't really matter anyway the youtube channel isn't that big it doesn't get a lot of views i'm not too concerned about it so i should have just been doing this for the past what it's almost been two years or something like that i think 2018 was episode 10 so that's why it's going to be a new season as well anyway it's 2020 shit's crazy um (laughs) To say the strangest life I've ever known is like an understatement almost for 2020. It's fucking wild. I don't even know where to begin. A lot of people are just struggling to get by right now because of the various things going along with the COVID-19 pandemic and the emergency orders put out by various governors across the country and well in leaders across the world really. I'm just mostly talking about the people I know here in Michigan. And by the way, if you're not familiar with where I'm at in Michigan, I live in about central Michigan, the lower peninsula, right in the middle of the mitten almost. So that's the region I'm from up in the Midwest, small town, not a big city, you know, just live out in the country, out in the woods. I like to kind of keep to myself. I have a small group, small circle around here. The people that are my part of my tribe, you know, the your uh, vibe attracts your tribe they say or whatever so small group of good people that we have a lot of like-minded ideas and various things anyway those people i know a lot of them have been struggling with this due to layoffs uh, businesses being closed just all kinds of craziness and if you're out there and you're struggling i feel for you just don't get me wrong there. I mean, it's a rough, rough time right now, but that's not all that's going on. It's an election year, crazy stuff going back and forth. I've always been independent, more on in the middle of everything. You know, I have a lot of beliefs that are really far 
left and a few beliefs that are pretty far right. So I'm like always an extreme one way or another, it seems like. But right now, this is just nuts. I, I don't even know where, where to begin with it. I don't want to get too political on the show. But that's what's happening right now. That's what you see in all the media and everything. And it just amazes you. You can go from one media outlet to the other. They're talking about the same story. And they say completely different things. You don't even know what's really true. So it's, that is strange. And <laughs> that's something we should cover on here, I suppose. So... Um, yeah, that's just a little brief little intro to this whole 2020 episode. That's what we're calling this 2020. And, you know, I think from years from now, the 2020 is going to be have a whole new meaning, you know, like the whole hindsight 2020 thing. It almost seemed like a good thing. And it's like, oh, you know, there's always a possibility of something coming around or whatever. But no, now if 2020 is going to be a bad <laughs> It's been a nutty year. I uh, just, I don't even know. For me personally, it hasn't been too bad. It's been, well, it's been strange and all new experiences. Um, back in January, after the Overgrown Promotions Birthday Bash Arm Wrestling Tournament, um, I got really sick and I'm pretty healthy. You know, I have my whole other website, the Organic Athlete Brando and that's has to do with me as an athlete competing in my diet and lifestyle and all that. And I really don't get sick because of all the vitamins, supplements, healthy foods I take and uh, eat uh, rather and uh, the e exercise and just various things I do to try to keep my body in tip top shape. So normally I don't get sick, but I was sicker than a dog. I couldn't barely breathe. I, could, I was just rough, man. And I just thought it was a terrible flu. Now I don't know. Was it COVID? Was it not? I have no idea. But I recovered from it. Got out of it. Doing good. And then uh, April. I can't remember. I think it was about April 16th. Uh, in the middle of my sleep. Apparently I had a grand mal seizure. I still like. There's time that I do not remember from this event. But in the middle of my sleep. I screamed. Jumped up onto my wife. Like next to me. And I was convulsing. And. Uh, twitching and uh, making weird sounds and various things I guess and she, it freaked her out so she at first she tried to wake me or tried to see what was going on and then she didn't know if that was what she should do at the time and I, st I stopped breathing during part of it uh, I was chewing on my tongue and it was just horrible so she ran to go get my dad and he told her immediately he's on our property right now. He sold his house and moved out to we got a little commune almost started out on our property, 10 acres in the woods. But anyway, ran to go grab him and he just told her to call the ambulance, you know, call 911. So that's what they did. Called the emergency right away and they got back uh, to the loft house. We're living in a tiny little loft house out in the property, little cabin. And I was up in the loft when I had the seizure. So that's the extra scary part, too, because it's a ladder that I climb up to get in there. And, like, just, you know, I could have fucking rolled off through the hole and fell down and, who knows, broke my neck or whatever. But anyway, when my, when Tori got back, my wife got back into the house, I was coming down the stair. Or, no, she come up the ladder and I was, I was kind of coherent, you know. I was swinging my pillow around at her. I guess I didn't know who she was. But I wasn't, uh, I was breathing again and I was more with it than I was the last time she had seen me. So anyway, apparently I didn't know who she was. I'm still out of it. I don't remember any of this, honestly. But 
um, swing a pillow at her, trying to fight her. I climbed down the ladder, which is really dangerous in this state, probably. Like I said, I could have fallen and broken my neck or who knows what. And when I got down the ladder, my dad was in there and I apparently I tried to throw up my fists at him and I was swinging at him, trying to fight at him or something. I didn't know who he was either. And they got me sat down and calmed down. And then the paramedics arrived and I guess they took my blood, tested my blood sugar or something. They pricked my finger. Yeah, I'm assuming that that must have been exactly what it was, the blood sugar. So they, they did that and they were asking me questions. I'm giving them all kinds of wrong, crazy answers. Uh, definitely, you know, not really with it. And then I come to what I remember. The first thing I remember is sitting on the couch down, um, on the main floor, not up in the loft. And there's these paramedics that got me hooked up to things. And I don't know, I'm like, Tori's telling me, honey, you just had a seizure and all that. I'm like, whoa, I had no idea what the hell was going on. So, um, anyway, good news is I had various tests done. Blood work came back great. Um, went and had an MRI that at first there was a slight scare cause there was a little flare up in the region on there and I ended up having to go to a neurologist and before I got there, you know, there was like a few weeks in between and there, the, my main doctor, you know, it could be MS, could be this, whatever. There's just these little flare ups and you go to the actual neurologist who knows how to read these things and he looks at it and he's like, no, 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 it's not. He, he doesn't even think it was anything, but just to be safe. We did a EEG to it. That'll tell you if you have epileptic tendencies and it honestly will trigger a seizure in you if you do have tendencies to have a seizure. So what you do, you have to stay up all night, no caffeine for it was like eight hours or more before you go. So like for most of the night that you're staying up, you're not drinking coffee, you know, oh yeah, I stay up all night. No problem. But you drinking Red Bulls and stuff like that, you know, none of that. So I stay up all night, no caffeine for at least eight hours, I believe it was. Then we go there. They hook up all these little wires with these little nodes to your brain, different regions. There had to be oh, 20 or more. I don't know. I'm just guessing. I could be off, but it seemed like a lot of frickin' wires on my head. They hook up all these wires to you, and then they flash all these lights at you and try to, and it does like different patterns and different uh, speeds and. Uh, all kinds of different things with these flashing lights and the patterns of the light to try to trigger an epileptic response and make you have a seizure if you're prone to them. I went through all that fine, no problems, that's all good. Then they leave you alone to try to sleep for, this whole process takes like two hours, so I don't remember if it was asleep for like an hour, hour and a half of it, I don't know, you're supposed to try to sleep for that part of the time anyway. And... Um, I didn't really sleep much. It was kind of hard, you know, with all the wires and you're in the little hospital bed thing and it's not really very comfortable and somebody's like watching you on the cameras and stuff. It's just a weird feeling, weird scenario all around. So I didn't really get much of the sleep, but according to the readings, which, you know, they still were able to collect data from what went on. And according to all the readings, that all came back clear. I don't have epileptic tendencies. Everything was good on there. That's all normal. So they really don't know. They kept asking me if I was really stressed. I don't think I was, but there must have been some underlying something or other going on. We've been moving. My dad sold his house. We helped him move. Just it's one thing after another after another. Seems like it never ends. So there was probably more stressed than what I realized. I'm hoping that's what it was. Ever since, ever since then, I've been incredibly healthy, feeling great. 
I've just been um, taking all my supplements like I normally do. Everything's good there. The doctor said that's all good. But I also added in some lion's mane extract for a while. And I've been taking Rick Simpson oil. And if you're not familiar with Rick Simpson oil or RSO, Google it. Look that shit up. And right now, since I was on the podcast last, I don't believe marijuana was legal in Michigan. I've been a medical marijuana user for years here in Michigan. Since 2012 is when I got my first card, I believe. But um, now it's recreational, so you don't have to have a medicinal marijuana card to go to. There's a, several dispensaries that if for just recreational use, you can go in, get gummies, edibles, extracts all kinds of goodies but anyway rick simpson oil is an extract from the marijuana buds it has not just the cbd but the thc cbg all the all the different various cannabinoids in a really potent extract and what he first did with it is he used it to cure his skin cancer he had skin cancer and he would apply some of the oil to the area of skin cancer on himself and I don't know the whole amount of time and the amount of oil but like I said just google it do some research yourself educate yourself on the subject if you're not familiar but I will try to give you the gist of it in the meantime so he treated himself with the RSO what we call RSO now because at the time it didn't have a name but it's just like a marijuana extract pure marijuana extract anyway use that to treat his skin cancer and since then Various people have used it for all kinds of other health ailments and other cancers. It seems to work good with uh, different brain cancers, um, prostate, certain types. I, I Maybe lung was on it. Like I said, do your own research. There's not a lot of uh, medical clinical trials or anything like that done with it yet because obviously it's not legal federally across the board and not i mean more and more states have it legal for recreational now at, at a state level so hopefully research can be done there i don't know all all the guidelines to that exactly but um hopefully we can find out some more have peer peer-reviewed research that really proves the benefits until then we just have word of mouth what we see from videos um testimonials from people that we know and people online that make videos on YouTube or various social media accounts but there's a lot of people that this has uh, put their cancer in remission helped them heal and the big thing even with children which I know you're thinking oh my god marijuana and, and it's for children but uh, kids that have had epilepsy like we're talking about really bad seizures that's a big thing with the RSO videos you see these kids that nothing else is helping them they're just convulsing out of control they take just a tiny little rice sized piece of this RSO put it under their tongue and almost instantly I mean within seconds like under a minute I'm not exactly sure on the time I don't want to be called out and called a liar so I know that's why I bumped it up there but you know a very short amount of time the seizures stop and it almost seems like they go to normal and that's just one of the many benefits that this stuff has and it really does need some research from doctors and scientists and we need some studies and you know clinical trials like i said we really need to put this through the test and really learn what all it is capable of because the things it can do with that is amazing but anyway i've been getting this from a buddy of mine and i take it daily and i you know nothing no other seizures i don't know if i really needed it like we said because i don't have the tendencies or anything like that but just in case you know, and it's like a multivitamin to prevent cancer almost. 
what it in a higher amount you know high amounts of it it'll give you a good buzz like an edible would so like if you don't like the high might not be the best thing in the world for you, you might want to go more towards the cbd route but if you need the benefits that this can provide that the cbd can't it would be worth it to build a town you know to start with little bitty like a half of a rice size piece amount and work your way up you'll build your tolerance up to it just like your body builds a tolerance to anything and you can get to where you take the dose that you need without feeling way too buzzed up to where you can't do anything but i i think it has a lot of benefits it's a great great supplement in my eyes or a medicine you know absolutely a medicine but an extract whatever you want to call it it's just a great product and there might be a lot of people out there listening to this that have never heard of it and they could benefit from it so please do some research on it um if you're in an area where marijuana is not legal at all uh, i don't know exactly how to tell you to go about that i can't really help you in regards there you're just gonna have to maybe ask around word of mouth i'm not trying to tell you to do things that are illegal but you know if it's for your health and your well-being you got to do what you got to do and a lot of people like to seek alternative natural routes to treating various health conditions and this is might be a good option for you so you know to me it's great i think it's helped i haven't had any issues since the seizure been feeling great as far as compete uh competition wise and my arm wrestling go- is going i feel better than ever i've decided to move up from the lightweight class the 154 now i'm going to be in the 176 i weigh at most at about 165 so i'm still losing some weight to these guys a lot of the guys are even cutting to 176 but it'll be a good test for me i'm sick of the weight cut and i've been steadily gaining a little bit of weight i feel like i'm getting stronger i do good at this weight pulling against uh, heavier people than me so i just want to see what this can do and here on october 10th in lakeview michigan at uh, lakeview alley cat bar and grill we're having a big event Uh, it's going to start at 10 a.m the weigh-ins for the arm wrestling tournament um the tournament will start at one there's also going to be live music this is a bowling alley so there'll be bowling available at a discounted rate they're going to have a volleyball net up they're going to have cornhole boards for playing cornhole all kinds of things fun for the whole family food full bar food and drink great restaurant hooked up to it should be a great time and the overgrown promotions which is the the one of the leading promotions around here in Michigan, well, probably the more prominent one right now. Michigan Arms is the most prominent that's been around here, but they haven't been doing as many events. OGP's kind of taken over and been doing more events. So here in Michigan, they're kind of got a little bit more going on at the moment. Anyway, they have partnered up with my dad's arm wrestling promotion, No Wimps Arm Wrestling, which we have practices every sunday and wednesday in langston michigan look us up online if you need to schedule a trip to come practice with us anyway we've partnered up with ogp to put on this tournament at the alley cat so um, the ogp belts will be there the 176 pound left-handed title is vacated right now dan daniel blanchard who had the belt hurt his left arm and he vacated the title he has since recovered 
and his left's feeling better, but he's not going to enter in the round robin because he vacated it. So to crown a new champion, there will be a round robin. However many entries in the round robin, everyone will arm wrestle everyone at least once, and whoever has the most wins at the end of that will be the new champion. Dan also happens to be the right-handed champion, and he put out a challenge weeks ago to try to see if anyone wanted to challenge him for his title. And no one came up. Nobody said anything. I know he can beat me right. I don't think I really have much of a shot at beating him. But he did call me and contact me. And he wanted me to be the one to challenge him for the right-handed title. So I said yes. And I'm going to step up and give it my best shot. You know, we'll put on a good show hopefully. Hopefully it at least looks alright. And he doesn't just whoop me like last time. It looked like a, an adult pulling a child but I did, on the other hand, left-handed, I did beat him pretty uh, easily 2-0, to oh, so I felt pretty good left. But my right, has just it just can never match up with my left. It's quite a bit behind. And when I win right-handed, I always tell people it's because I'm lucky. I don't know. It's been getting better over the past year or so, but still, it's not where I think it should be in order to compete at the top level in the, my new weight class especially. Anyway... Enough about that. If you're around the area, make sure you make it out to that. It's going to be a cool event. Anyway, uh, moving on. Um, I just want to kind of give you a lowdown. I'm going to try to do this at least once a week. And I've said that but in the past and not done it. But I'm really, I mean, this isn't that hard. I have my mic hooked up to my laptop. Literally, I could do this anywhere. And I need to do that. I've recorded a podcast off of my phone in a car before so I need to have the same determination to record as I did then like I said I wanted it to be more professional I want to do the video with it and have it in my nice new studio but that is not going to happen for a little while longer so in the meantime here we are audio only version but I'll be on Spotify iTunes iHeartRadio the new Amazon podcast. I'm going to have it on there everywhere. So audio version only for now until the new studio opens up on my property. And to kick that off will be, you know, back on YouTube videos. I might be streaming live. I've been experimenting with some new software, especially for the production side of things. And um, I might be able to hook up a Nice way to stream this live. Uh, I'll be streaming live on YouTube, maybe Facebook, and a few platforms simultaneously. So that'll be nice. Just keep an eye out for that. I've launched a new company. Well, it's kind of a branch off of the strangest life I've ever known podcasts. But this, so the strangest life I've ever known came from a quote from Jim Morrison. That's where I got the idea. I love the quote. And when I thought about doing a podcast, I what I talk about most is the strange things going on in the world. Just um, all kinds of stuff. It's not just one specific area. So to me, that seemed like a great way to encompass everything I wanted to talk about. So the strangest life I've ever known with Brando was born. And also known as the Sleek Podcast. Sleek, the abbreviation for the strangest life I've ever known. S-L-I-E-K. So what I did with that is I took Sleek and I made the Sleek Media Company. And now with that, I've been designing websites. I do different marketing, uh, email marketing for companies. I've done video 
uh, little uh, video marketing ads and things for companies, uh, all kinds. I design websites, so I got a lot of stuff going on on with that company now, and that's been taking up quite a bit of my time. And uh, Organic Muscle, I've been moving up with them all the time, been with them since 2016 now. I take on more responsibilities for them all the time. I run their live chat on the website for all the customers. They sent me the uh, Organic Muscle phone, so I've been taking all the phone calls doing a lot of wholesale orders with uh, big companies. I mean, now I'm in charge of uh, all the wholesaling out to businesses like Whole Foods, uh, Walmart, you know, any of your big chains or big companies, even small businesses. I got it in. My wife is a massage therapist and where she works, uh, the lady who owns the company sells supplements in there and I got it in there. That's more of a small business. So whether you're a big business or you're a small business, it doesn't matter. We can get organic muscle supplements to you. You can make money helping people feel better. It's a great thing to do. Uh, Great products. I've made a good living so far with this company and selling the stuff. And I feel great by taking the products myself. I feel good by making money, making people feel good too. It's a good thing all around. So if you're interested in that, Contact me at brando at organicmuscle.com. Anytime, email me. I'll get back with you and we can set you up as a wholesaler. It'll be easy as that. We'll take just a couple emails back and forth. We'll get you set up. No problem. So that's something else I've been doing. You know, I'm always proud of organic muscle. I've been, I felt like a member of the family since day one. It's a great company. They treat everybody great. I went out to Austin, Texas this last December to actually meet the boss and uh, our operations manager for the first time. And they put me up in a house that they got up in there. And it just it was awesome. Great time. Great people. Um, got to see Austin a little bit before it all went to hell. I hear it's fucking crazy right now after the riots. And that was something else I didn't cover in the beginning of the show. Why 2020 is so crazy. The different riots. And it almost seems like the race war that the media is trying to incite right now. And I say that they're trying to incite it because I know there is a police brutality problem. I'm aware of it, but they are manipulating that to their narrative, to suit a different narrative, to promote what they want to promote. And right now what they want to promote is a separation, a race war. Uh, They're trying to get people divided and hating each other and whatever way they can do that, they will. So, I don't, I've been trying to be at peace, so I've been avoiding a lot of this and staying off of the news, but I still hear little bits and pieces, I still see little bits and pieces of things here and there, and one of the latest ones, I can't tell you the name of, oh no, yes, it was, I can I can recall the name, the Kyle uh, Rittenhouse situation there, when he was in, where was that, Wisconsin, I believe, so, and he shot uh, some Antifa or maybe not Antifa, but protesters, whatever. A lot of people will try to peg them as uh, peaceful protesters. But they were attacking him. And there's different videos of the whole scenario that you can see. And whether you believe what happened prior, where what I hear is they fired at him, he fired back, he ran. Then you're seeing him get hit with uh, throwing bricks. They hit him with a skateboard and different things. He's on the ground. And one person pulls a pistol almost point blank in his head and that is the guy who gets shot in the arm kyle had the restraint 
to shoot him in the arm and not execute the man right there, which the man was going to do to him. He was going to shoot him in the head with that pistol, no doubt about it. But back to what I was saying about the media twisting the narrative. Originally reported, I believe it was CNN. Now, don't count me 100%. It was one of these major media outlets. I'm pretty sure it was CNN. They said that he pulled a cell phone at first and they, they had like pixelated video. They didn't show exactly what it was. But when you see the actual video of it in the photos, there's no doubt 100% it's a pistol. They tried to say it was a cell phone like this man was the innocent victim here. And that is not the case. And these people that Kyle did shoot, they all had big, long criminal histories um, even sexual abusers to children and things is very and recently you everyone was sharing around the pro oh throw your local pedophile at a wood chipper meme but when a fucking 17 year old decides to take the law in his own hands that he actually does shoot a couple pedophiles oh my god everybody wants this kid with a book thrown at him locked up like execute whatever i don't know they just freaking out about what he did and all the different ways that what he did was illegal crossing state lines. The same people will try to tell you borders are just imaginary lines that don't mean anything and people should flock in from other countries. But my God, he crossed a state line with a gun that he was legally allowed to... Oh, he didn't even cross with the gun. It was his friend's gun on the other... Anyway, they're trying to come up with these excuses for what he did was so illegal, but it's almost hypocritical in a way if they're talking about borders. It's almost funny. Now, I'm not going to get too political. I'm just going to leave it at that. But that's just an excellent way that the media twists the narrative. And they've been doing it hard. And it's really making people divided. So we have these riots. And the things are getting crazier. And then they try to blame it on Trump. And they try to... And Trump tries to blame it on the mayors. And they, every the blame goes back and forth. And no one's really doing anything that productive about it to solve the overall problem. They just want to throw the blame around. And a lot of people are like that, man. No, a lot of people can't fess up to their own problems. You know, they try to just, oh, the, the reason this happened is because of this. Or because of so-and-so. Or the, it's never your own fault. And you can never really have true growth if you never can accept something as your fault when it is. You need to be able to do that and learn from it and, you know, learn from that mistake or from that. You can grow in good ways, too, but from the good experience, you just you learn from it and you, you know for the next time and you adapt and you change and you mold yourself based on that. So, you know, it's. Overall, who knows with this whole 2020 thing. It's a crazy time to be alive, nonetheless. And I just saw some of the craziest headlines, a couple of crazy headlines the other day. I have to go to the official uh, Sleek Podcast Facebook page because I post these articles. When I see some strange shit or just wild out there, crazy stuff, I like to post it on there and a lot of it has to do with uh, local things. A lot, of, and other stuff is national or world level. But uh, you know, I'm a big local guy, and I think a lot of the fan base for the show is pretty local. So here we go. The first, uh, here's what I wanted to tell you about, and this is from M Live, which is a media outlet here in Michigan, a pretty prominent one. Man finds possible brain wrapped in foil on Lake Michigan beach. I mean, in any t a brain wrapped in foil like a, a possible brain so okay any other time that might just that might be the craziest news you'd ever seen but in 2020 you're almost like ah all right i'm not that surprised 
It's just it's okay. What in the world? Um, and an excellent article, not necessarily something that strange, but uh, Space and Time May Be Illusions was a great as the title of this article on Medium I read the other day. And, you know, I've heard things about it and it discusses relativity and different aspects of physics and things. But here's a quote from part of the article that really kind of stuck with me. Particles are only relatively stable aspects of an underlying structure. So, in other words, like the small, we always think that the smallest things there are are these particles, and the particles make up the things. What this is saying is the particles are kind of wrapped around an underlying force or structure, and they, they adjust. So, uh, to finish the quote, thus there is no such thing as an ex- external cause to an event. Rather, all events are simply modes of a single structure dynamically reconfiguring itself so what i imagined is just some like all of these various little particles together say it's forming a sphere and they're like little nodes around the sphere and they just flap around and they're moving and it it different events are not from external things but from the internal force that's moving the particles around and the different shapes and physical things we have come from that it's it's all in theory right now but a lot of our things about quantum physics is theories i mean a lot of this stuff is kind of hard for them to prove and someday we will be able to prove a lot of it but anyway it's an excellent article discussing that perspective of it and it just made me think of a psychedelic trip i had one time um i had my only out-of-body experience on psychedelics and it was a variant of like dmt derivative of some sort or other but anyway i took a good amount of this substance and i had a out-of-body experience i watched myself float up out of my body and through the ceiling of the room i was in and then i was in a whole different space i was inside of one of these spheres that we're talking about with like particles maybe but it's all these hexagonal shapes surrounding so you're inside of a sphere a sphere looking around at the the curved like walls or whatever you cut would call it inside of the sphere with all of these little geometric patterns it was mostly like hexagonal patterns and they're fluctuating they're fluttering around and it's like they were being changed as reconfiguring as a result of an outside force and within the sphere also with me was a figure that looked like a buddha and up until this point i was not a religious person I honestly didn't really believe in God. I was at a kind of a bad spot in my life and I didn't really care if I lived or died and death didn't really seem like a big deal to me. So that moment, this being that looked like a Buddha sitting cross-legged, just float like lotus position, just there floating in the nothingness or whatever we were in, was just like looking at me, but almost in a telepathic way we were communicating. I could just feel what it was saying. And I cannot remember for the life of me what the words were that this being, this entity was communicating to me what these, what it was saying, but the sense of it was just overall love and just oneness and that there is more to life than just like the theory of evolution. There's no, there's no God or whatever, no, the atheistic kind of view. There's more to it. There's a spirit, there's a soul, there's a, a force that is everything 
we're individuals in a way, but we're also all together and as part of this uh, singular force. Is just the feel, the overall feeling from this experience. I'll never forget it. It changed my life completely in that way because I'm still, you know, I'm still not super religious. I guess I would call myself religious. I, I'm a Buddhist. I believe in reincarnation and the teachings of the Buddha. And since then, you know, I've gotten pretty deep into it and I have a great Buddha collection. I probably got 10, 15 different various Buddhas statues small ones big ones whatever i got a f quite a few from my grandma which is kind of funny because it's always something that she was into just collecting the buddha she wasn't really religious or spiritual or anything um well that i knew of that well i mean maybe she was but it wasn't like a prominent thing that she put out there she just collected these various buddhas she liked the buddhas so it was kind of funny that my experience that linked me to spirit spirituality and the universe and like a religion or God it was involving a figure that looked like a Buddha and it was almost like a familiar face in a way or something and may maybe that's why maybe it was all a hallucination but it doesn't matter because the the caught the result of that hallucination whether it was just a complete hallucination of my mind creating everything or maybe I was talking directly to God a lot of people think psychedelics are a path to communicate with oneness of the universe with god whatever you want to call that the ultimate force that everything is so maybe that's what it was who knows anyway the same result either way was a better outlook on life and since then i have not experienced depression i don't understand it a lot of times i feel i have friends and family members who say they're depressed and a lot of times I feel bad because maybe I react in a bad way because I just don't comprehend it my brain you know I know it's a chemical imbalance sometimes my brain isn't chemically imbalanced in that way if anything it's the opposite way I'm like really okay with myself really comfortable with myself maybe too much I don't know um, maybe that's a downfall sometimes not being so comfortable with, I know maybe it's I don't know what I'm saying it's it can't be a downfall really you know anyway to each their own what i was get, kind of getting at there is not feeling so great about yourself can maybe cause some experiences that you'll learn different lessons that you wouldn't otherwise so I'm, i would say, see that's me just trying to be positive i always try to have a positive outlook so even someone who doesn't feel that great about themselves they might get experiences that someone who loves themselves wouldn't that'll make them better off in the long run who knows that would that's my hopeful opinion on it so anyway it's life-changing a lot of times these different psychedelic experiences a lot of people experience or near-death experiences whatever it is something big that happens to you that makes you really realize holy crap there's more to this life than what i thought before and whatever it is whatever causes it doesn't really matter it's the end result is what matters so if you appreciate have a new appreciation on life you go about it differently you maybe you quit smoking maybe you do there's all kinds of people will take ayahuasca and they'll they'll see themselves um regurgitating the whole animals of the food they were eating or just something to do with themselves smoking cigarettes or doing whatever so maybe the person with the animals ends up becoming a vegan or a vegetarian and the other person who was abusing the cigarettes or whatever quits that or i'm all for marijuana but some people 
they abuse it um they aren't using it for the right reasons maybe that's me maybe it's not but anyway they have had psychedelic experiences that show them they're abusing it and not using the plant for the right reasons and they have to take a break from it it can teach you a lot of things it can be a guide it and it's not for everyone don't get me wrong there's a lot of people that shouldn't take psychedelics and probably can't handle it and set and setting is always key that's something you always hear but you can't go into it with a bad at like you can't be having bad thoughts on your mind you just got a divorce you've uh, your mother died something crazy that just happened in your life recently you're really down about something because the trip will take you to a dark place really fast and i mean sometimes people need that but other times it can be very dangerous and scary and it's not for everyone i always recommend a babysitter too, someone who's sober around to kind of watch the group or you as an individual or however many people are participating in the psychedelic but that's always key too anyway enough on the psychedelics 2020 whew, here we are we're back though podcast is rolling good we're gonna be strong this year gonna keep it up non-stop i'm gonna have more guests than i had before sometimes it's gonna be someone who's you know got a decent following on social media other times it might be friends of mine that you people have never heard of and not a lot of people know but they have something interesting to talk about and we just need to kill some time on the show and talk about various things and i have friends that you know they're not well known but we have conversations on the phone and the things we talk about a lot of times i just wish would have been recorded and put on as a show to share with people get their input and you know that's how ideas are born you you pop it pops up and you mold it you get input and you shape it in ways and maybe we could come up with some really great things who knows it does they don't necessarily need to be famous people or or prominent people in different fields of research or athletes or what i mean i'm going to try to get those too and as the podcast grows hopefully i'll be able to get higher level people in those fields and you know more well-known individuals to communicate with here on the show and discuss various topics of things going on um also in the past i've kind of merged my businesses i have the organic athlete brando brand that is me as an athlete health fitness related things supplements stuff like that i've talked about those topics here on the this podcast in the past and kind of molded them in one i'm going to do a separate podcast for the whole health fitness organic type stuff that's going to be the organic hour i'm going to try to do that at least once a week as well for at least an hour and discussing various health fitness news related topics um, supplements workouts diet you know all kinds of different things that are related to health and fitness so i'm just kind of splitting the topics into two podcasts this one's going to just cover more general life events world news type things the stuff that we just been i've been talking about today in this episode, you know, just it can be anything. Until the next time, we'll see you later. Yeah.